Hey guys, welcome to Cup of Connections. I'm Portia and we're here coming to you from our virtual cafe, Better with a Cup of Coffee. We are savoring relationships with coffee lovers around the world and sharing their experiences that have been better with a cup of coffee. I've always had a fascination with learning about other cultures and especially the Aruban coffee culture. And our guest is presently living in Aruba. So it's quite fascinating to learn more about these cultures and other cultures that my guest has been privy to learning about herself. So today I have a lovely guest, Vanda Bruxima. Is that how you pronounce your name? Correct. Right. She and I are friends from Aruba. She is a fantastic, inspiring person within so many facets of, of life and entrepreneurial journeys. She is the newly appointed Rubin Olympic Committee president, and she is also the director of Starbucks in the countries of Aruba and Curacao. Is that correct as well? Yes, you say it correctly. Here they say it, it's a country manager for Aruba and Curacao. I, uh, I supervise all the stores in, in, in both islands. Both Welcome. Welcome. Thank you Thank so you. much, Portia. Thank you. Well, this is about you. This is about the Aruban culture. It's about the coffee lovers around the world and about experiences that have been made richer by coffee. So when was the first time you experienced coffee? Because I know mine. You know, I saw your questions and uh, they made me really think years and years and years back. First of all, thank you so much for inviting me. And it's the first time and, and I hope I say the right stuff. Ah, always. <laughs> but, uh, talking about childhood memories, because that's where it starts. My father is Dutch and mm -hmm. my mom uh, from Curacao. And the Dutch really drink their coffee strong not instant. They don't drink instant coffee. It's always well prepared. The beans are grounded. So my first memory is that when we would get visitors, that my dad or my mom would say, hey, can you please make the coffee for us? <laughs> oh, and they would always say, the coffee is so lovely, Wanda. You make the coffee so nice. So I often thought that I'm a good coffee maker. <laughs> they did it because they were lazy to get up to prepare the coffee. But that is my first memory and, and the first time that we were allowed to drink coffee. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, I see so many young children drink coffee. That was not back when I was young, you know, it was special to, to drink coffee. Very nice. They were not like mugs, but nice cups, you know. So that is my first childhood memory, an introduction to coffee. I remember you and I have talked before about your heritage and Aruba is a Dutch territory, correct? Yeah. So looking deeper and seeing what countries love to drink coffee, the Netherlands is in the top five all the time for coffee drinkers consuming three to four cups a day. And it is centered around socialization and you're having conversations and enjoying the interaction with people. Exactly. You, right? you were just saying something that resonates, you know, and um, if you would compare the fact what you're saying that for Americans, it's coffee on the go, going to work, you get your coffee, uh, going to the cinema or going to town, you pick up your coffee and you walk with your coffee cup on the streets or, you know, <laughs> yes, yeah. we buy the cup and we sit down, whether it's mm. Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts or Juan Valdez mm -hmm. or 
and Dorless. I'm just mentioning a few of the brands here. And right. You go and you sit down and have your coffee. That's even in Aruba. Yeah, of course, there are people that are buying their coffee on the go, of course. Mm-hmm. But the majority would still sit and, and, and savor their coffee. That's what this podcast is about, finding out those those special type of experiences. It's good to hear about that from someone like yourself who lives in Aruba. Did you grow up in Curacao? No, no, no. I I, I was born in Holland. Ah, I I grew up in Aruba. And like most students back then and still now, at a certain age, you get Mm. a scholarship and you go to Holland, you study, Mm -hmm. come back or you don't. In my case, I came back and started working. And of course, because of work or private, you travel, you get to know people, get to know culture, you get interested in in, in people and, you know, what they like and why they like it. And most of the time, it forms you as the person that you are today, all these experiences. And I'm thinking back of the walk that we had. I think there were 10,000 subjects in one hour, (laughs) but that's connection. Yes. And not that those having connections. And, mm-hmm. um, and we could have had a cup of coffee. But if, if we would have passed Starbucks, we would have had <laughs> walking for hours sipping. That's exactly it. The last time you and Klaus weren't there, my ultimate experience with coffee was this past time. So we stayed in, how do you pronounce it? Mangal Halto? Mangal Halto. And there was a little Airbnb across the street from that cliff. Mm-hmm. And then all you see is just the sea of blue. Well, anyway, my coffee experience was I woke up, I cr- made my coffee, and we walked across the street and we watched the sunrise and we stayed there for hours just talking, having coffee. It was extremely relaxing because it, you're watching a part of nature and having that with my wife and sharing that moment. So Tying all of what I'm just saying to you and what you're saying as far as those experiences, we all have those type of experiences, but they're different for everyone. So what I want to talk about is what you've seen. We know about your experiences as far as coffee, but what you've seen and how the community appreciates coffee, the interactions are, are there any differences when you go from Aruba to Curacao or visiting Germany or the Netherlands? Is it different? Yes, it, it, it is different. And I must say that I'm very grateful that I get the opportunity to, to travel on a regular basis. It really enriches your mind and it's impossible not to be open-minded or to become open-minded when you get confronted with so many different cultures. Mm-hmm. Aruba is very tiny. I mean, you've been here a few times. It's a very small community. People are very friendly, you know, paying attention to each other. We're an island where almost everything is, is available. So you mm-hmm. name it and the brand is there. So we grew up with having those type of experiences, whether it would be coffee, whether it would be fast food, whether it would be culinary food. So there is a vast variety of everything, but also for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you grow up on an island where all of that is available, you automatically assume that it's everywhere like that. Right, right. That's true. And and then you get a culture shock when you go somewhere else. So that I was brought up in a Dutch manner, living in in, in Aruba, going to study in Holland, something different. It's a culture shock. And I think that being open-minded and receptive is very important in this journey. 
because otherwise you would not be able to appreciate it. It can be the coffee, it, it can be how they make the coffee. You know, I've been to Cuba, Cuban coffee is completely different and they experience it different. At a certain moment, you find for yourself that sweet spot, how you would like to have your coffee. I always thought coffee should have sugar and milk. Through the years, I turned my coffee different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and starting working for Starbucks, I was looking at coffee in a completely different way. You know, mm-hmm. it's not about the coffee. It's about the connection. It's what you can mean for communities. It's what you can mean for people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not only profit. It's how we can uplift each other. And that is very meaningful and, and also very powerful. If you navigate through life like that, there is something special in everything. I started three years ago drinking cappuccino and now I only drink latte with oat milk. So <laughs> now I know that you do not need to have sugar or splendor or brown sugar with your coffee if you're having a nice sandwich or, or a cake because the, the, the flavors complement each other depending on the coffee that you drink, you know? So if you have a good coffee, you will eat with a nice brownie and sometimes you will eat a lemon cake and sometimes a bread of cheese. It's just what you would like in that moment. Oh, speak the truth. You said something that another one of my guests in the future will talk about. She is a chef and, and I have pages about the pairing of food and coffee. You can have your coffee and then pair it with some type of food that takes that experience to another level. And that is the beauty and the difference of what coffee has to offer. As you said, it's so much more as far as the connection about the love that goes into it, about the coffee farmers, as far as what they are doing to produce quality beans in order for us as consumers to have the best experience. It's so much deeper. And that's why I think we're just scratching the surface as far as how complex it is. It's on the same level. And I've had uh, guests say that it's even more complex than wine and and beer because there's so many different variants. I think you are hitting the the, the spot. We used to say coffee is coffee, tea is tea. You had a sommelier and he knew everything about wine. So we were in love with that idea. We're only scratching the surface when we're talking about coffee. Because at the end of the day, how many of us know what is happening with these coffee farmers? what they're doing, where that bean is coming from. Are they being paid fair? Are there women farmers? Are children involved? Is the bean ethically sourced? That is much more complex than just having a cup of coffee. Yeah. But if you are aware of it, your appreciation for coffee elevates. And it's also that globally, everything is changing daily especially now with with COVID, the prices skyrocketing. Your regular coffee is not the coffee that you used to pay two years, three years ago. That's a good point. Because everything is expensive. And at a certain moment, you have to look at pricing as well. Mm -hmm. You being in the industry, it does make a difference when you're talking about how expensive things are in other countries as far as what they're producing. The coffee farmers, it trickles down to people buying that product and then Mm -hmm. bringing it to us in our communities. COVID has played a part. And it's only a matter of time that it hits us all. 
it, it, it's hitting us all one more than the other. Dynamics are, of course, different in each market. As a small market, you know that Aruba depends on tourism. And in, in 2020, there were just two months that we were just closed, shut down, no tourists, no nothing. Every store was just closed, no hotel, nothing, nothing. And then to start all over, and again, Aruba is not the only one, but I'm speaking for how it impacts a, a community. And then to rebuild that again. And then after a few months, almost a year, you get this ban of supply chain. It's everywhere. Mm. You know, I never would have thought that I would live in Aruba and doing groceries and you see the shelves are empty. Never in my life would I have thought that. It's same here. But there's always <laughs> coffee. <laughs> There is always coffee. We don't realize how important coffee is to our daily lives, not just because of the energy, but it's that comfort. It's a connection with other people in the world. We may look at it and say, oh, it's not, but oh, this bean is coming from Sumatra or this bean is coming from Colombia. Well, that means something. There is a connection there. Mm -hmm. And we just don't realize until we are hit with something that is devastating, that we don't really have a clue on how to handle it completely. And so, bam, that's what happens. Yes, exactly. exactly. I've been doing a little bit of digging and there's a journalist. His name yes. is Benjamin. He wrote a book about. Yes. Yes. I have yes. not read the book. You bought it? I can't get the book. I'd, I've looked everywhere. I've looked on Amazon. I've seen that he's gone to various coffee shops. Yes. Um, it's called The Coffee Trade in Aruba. And apparently in the 60s and 70s, mm -hmm. Aruba, an island that did not produce any coffee, you know, Aruba is relatively flat. Uh, it doesn't have the right climate to produce coffee. But Aruba became a very large exporter of coffee. Are you familiar with that? It's funny that you say because... I think it was like two months ago or just when I came back from Germany. This gentleman was in the store that wrote that book. So they <laughs> asked me, and, and you know what? That's when I heard about the book. I never wow. heard about that story. We never got that in school. So I was also, that's why I'm asking you, did you read about it? Because exactly, <laughs> you're, I'm just flabbergasted. I mean, yeah. And then you live on a small island. I'm going to get this book and I'm going to talk about the coffee culture in a room because this is fascinating. Yeah, I, I will check it out as well. The coffee uh, trade, you said? Yes, it's the coffee trade in Aruba. Well, I am just in awe of you and, and what you have accomplished. You are an inspiration. And I just wanted to get a little piece of Vonda that is exciting for people to see. It's personable. We all know that you are doing great things in Aruba and for your country. You have so many hats. You may be the president. You may be the director. You are a coffee lover. You are a person, a real person, and you are wonderful. Thank you for sure. <laughs> Honestly, that's just how I see it. But seriously, I'm grateful just for you sharing a bit about your culture, a bit about your history because you are busy and people are going to see the wonderful things that you've done with your group of employees. I've seen so many pictures of where you've impacted their lives and the community. And it's very important to show that personable side and you have it in spades and the leadership that you have within the community and keep moving forward, of course. No, thank you so much. I think it starts that you have to love what you do. You know, I, I was always hearing that when I grew up, 
but it is like that. I, I love people, I love food, I love beverages, you know, so it's a good combination. <laughs> and, and I just think it's very important. And I don't say this just to say it, but I think it's very important to be out there and help others and, and stay centered in what you're doing mm-hmm. and stay humble in what you're doing and make time for people. I mean, you're busy, I'm busy. I just don't want to use those words in hmm. 2022. I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm busy. <laughs> busy. You know, <laughs> people are going to stop asking you or inviting you for things when you constantly say that you're busy. And and inviting somebody for a coffee, who would decline that? You know what I mean? You know that you get the time to spend, whether it's five, ten, or fifteen minutes. People also forget that you don't have to talk for hours and hours in order to feel a little bit good or to give a pep talk. I think with everything that is going on in the world, we should be a little bit nicer to each other. You know, things are complicated already. It's simple and beautifully said. I agree. Yeah. Well, we will talk again, my friend. Yes, thank you so much, Barsha. Lovely that you invited me and, and thank you and, and much success. You are a very ambitious lady. I never thought that in a million years that within a year you would have set this whole business, cafe business <laughs> connection and, and, and what comes with it. We talked about it in Aruba and I'm happy to see that, you know, it, it's thank you. Women do their thing and, and being uplifted, especially yeah. women. Don't do that often enough. So big hug for you. And I wish you much, much success in the year to come. Thank you, my friend. We will talk soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm Portia White, and I hope you've enjoyed today's conversation. I'd like to give a special thanks to our sponsor, BetterWithACupOfCoffee.com. If you like what you heard, please rate and review our podcast. And join us again soon at Cup of Connections.